Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. DeMar DeRozan says that he thinks he could have won a ring with the Toronto Raptors had they kept that team together in 2019. We're going to talk about that, plus dive into the mailbag, all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we are on. But let's talk about this. DeMar DeRozan, in a recent interview with Stephen A. Smith, said that he feels like he could have won a re- ring had he stayed in Toronto. And the direct quote was this It sucks that we couldn't see it happen. With me still being there, it changes the whole dynamic and everything, but I definitely felt that way. I congratulated all of those guys for winning that championship. Every guy that that I played with, that country, that city, they deserved it, but I definitely think we could have done the same thing. And that would really that kind of mindset really is what fueled DeMar DeRozan in this in this last leg of his career and whatever goes there. Now, there's been a lot of conversation made about DeMar, and of course he was kind of made the the, the the pinpoint of all the issues of just saying, well, you see, once they got rid of DeMar, they brought in Kawhi, and they uh, and they were able to win the title. And the fact of the matter is they brought in a better player. They brought in a two-way player. They brought in a player that, you know, played offense, played defense, had a more traditional shot profile, still not the best, right? But Kawhi Leonard definitely more willing uh, a three-point shooter and passer than DeMar DeRozan at times. And how that factors back into the Bulls. You see a lot of Bulls fans right now because DeMar DeRozan was absolutely the one of the things that jump-started off this Chicago Bulls team being a lot more respectable, right? Some Bulls fans look at it all as DeMar, and they say, well, the moment we brought in DeMar, we were a playoff team, and it was like, no, look at all the other changes. We brought in Vooch the second half of the, at the trade deadline prior to that. We also brought in Lonzo. We also brought in AC. Uh, we also you know, uh, put uh, De- uh, Javante Green in a much better role. Uh, as far as just really relying on him, there were a lot of things that went into that initial season that DeMar DeRozan came here that made the Chicago Bulls better. But with the same thing, that I, the mindset that I kind of want to talk on briefly here before we get into the mailbag is that Bulls fans, and we even have a voicemail on it today, Bulls fans that now look at DeMar DeRozan as we can't move DeMar. We can't do that because look at what we were before DeMar DeRozan came. No, you're not going to get a player that, of course, and that's not to say uh, to knock on DeMar. DeMar is who he is, and that is a damn Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer in this league. He will be in the Hall of Fame for what he's been able to do prolifically being a scorer in the NBA for as long as he has been. And as I've said before many times when it comes to DeMar DeRozan is that 
having him here, we're going to feel the benefits of that, hopefully, for years and years to come when you have players like Dalen Terry, like Kobe White, like Patrick Williams, that, you know, he's taken under their wing and they get to learn that work ethic, right? They get to learn what goes in day in and day out for that you have to put to involve your game, to, to change your game, to really be able to stay effective in this league. All that, you can never take any of that away from DeMar DeRozan. But much like in seeing that quote, I thought about, why the Toronto Raptors really did increase their stock and were able to win the championship. There are some other things that happened with there as well. It coincided with LeBron James, I think, leaving uh, the, the Eastern Conference at that time as well. There are a lot of other factors in. And it, when it comes to a team winning an NBA championship, luck always plays a part in it. But you don't always want to rely on luck, right? And that's what Toronto Raptors did not do. They went out and they got a guy. Yes, it ended up being an only a one-year rental. But they, they, they went in and got a guy that helped them win a championship. And I think that you, you also have to look at that when it comes to the Chicago Bulls in that future, right? The Bulls need to, at some point, AK's already said it, shot profile is the buzzword of this offseason. They need to change it. And while, no, I'm going to say what I've always said. Yes, there is a version of this team that works with DeMar still being on it. But do we trust the front office to make the necessary moves or the coaching staff and Billy Donovan to coach the, the proper way to really make that happen. And I've said it before as well. My mindset is every player over 30, when they're an expiring deal, you look to explore what you can get out of them. That's just my mindset on everyone. That, that's never going to change. That's my mindset in the NBA. That's my thing. You explore expiring contracts and see what you can get back for them. I don't expect it. I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards every day that goes by that we're going to have primarily the same team back with some minor alterations, and that's fine as well. You guys need to come out and compete. We need more of second half Zach than we had in first half Zach. But I just wanted to, to, to kind of bring that all home. Like, DeMar DeRozan, really, I, I'm, I'm sure at some at, that it stays in the back of his head that the team that he gave his blood, sweat, and tears to for years ended up winning that title after he was away. And I'm sure, of course, he should feel like they still have the ability to be able to they would have the ability to still have won a title had he been there. He should feel like that. I wouldn't want a player on my team that didn't feel like that. But at the end of the day, we also have to come to the realization that DeMar DeRozan is a player that plays in a very specific way, as much as he's able to do on the court, which is amazing. And when you don't have the roster to kind of offset some of that, you got to start looking at some other things. But a, a, a great quote from DeMar DeRozan, great player in DeMar DeRozan, and we'll end up seeing what the Bulls do, if anything, this offseason. Let's go ahead and dive into the mailbag for today. It's Sunday, so you guys know on weekends, we primarily focus on your voicemails. And this first voicemail, this one's from Big O. Hey, what's going on? Hey, it's your boy Big O. Calling in. Chicago money here. Great video I just watched. Uh, regarding uh, trade scenario. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the trade scenario. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with you when you talk about uh, the roles that you uh, Cleveland for Jared Allen, of course that's the deal. But I, I, me personally, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking <laughs> that maybe Cleveland Cavaliers, it, it, it ain't so much of scoring that they need, it's where they need to score at to complement what they got. I think a third guard like the Rosen probably would fit with them, but I'm not sure. It's the, it's the one that would make them exciting. I think the trade for Cleveland. And if I'm Cleveland, this is what I'm trying to do. Uh, as soon as uh, you're able to make a trade, I'm calling. I'm trying to get Nikola Vucevic. Uh, That's who I want because he's what's going to open up 
the paint. He's a playmaker. He'll fit next, perfect next to Garland and Mitchell when they needed to, to diversify their offense, as you see how they got kicked out the playoffs with the Knicks clogging up the paint. So if, if I'm Cleveland, I want to do a sign of trade with uh, Vucevic, and I send back Jared Allen and Karis LeVert. The reason I add Karis LeVert in there is because I think that's the, that's the player that really makes it sweet for the Bulls. You send back Karis LeVert, and I also send you Alice Caruso. I think that that's the trade that, that I think both teams will walk away happy with from the standpoint of we need another, you know, Karis LeVert, not really the greatest shooter, but another offensive playmaker you can put with Levine and DeRozan. And you, when you got Jared Allen, you're another offensive guy, you know. Uh, and then for Cleveland, we need a three. They need a, a, a defensive or uh, wait, a Coro okay, the other guy, I forgot his name, he okay. But getting Alex Caruso for them will be exciting. When you add uh, Boosterman, you know what I mean? So I think that'll be a good trade for both teams. Uh, the Memphis, the Kyle Anderson, I made a call with you. I always talk about how I like Kyle Anderson. I think he'll be a good fit. I think Memphis got uh, two or three players I think that'll fit good with the Bulls, rotational-wise. Uh, Tillman, I like Clark. Uh, uh, Minnesota, they got um, uh, the other the guy that killed the Bulls like two games, or at least one of them games. He stepped in for, uh, for Rudy Gobert or Cardinal Towns. Towns. Uh, can't think of his name. But I think, yeah, the Bulls need to- all right, and and this is what I think we all do at times as fans. Shout out to Big O for leaving that voicemail, first of all. But we start trying to figure out, hey, how can we get this same trade done? They should be interested in these pieces because this is what we got. The Cavaliers ain't interested in no goddamn Nikola Vucevic, right? There aren't. Let's just be clear. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers are not interested in no goddamn Nikola Vucevic. I wish they were. I wish they were. But no, it's probably going to have to be DeMar DeRozan. Now, to, to your point, you say that, you know, uh, all the all the things that you laid out there. Here's here's a, here's a, a thing that I'm going to lay out that has has it's more about the CBA. If the Bulls were to trade Vooch to Cleveland, keep in mind, only half his base level comp salary counts towards that. Meaning, in a sign and trade, if we were to sign Vooch for $18 million, only $9 million of that would apply towards the sign and trade. You're not getting much back from the cast for that. Yes, you then at, at that point have to add in a crew. So have to add in uh, a, a, another player, a drumming or, or just, I'm just naming the contracts at this point. But you would have to do something like that. And that's where you start getting into the area that the Bulls probably aren't willing to get into because they want to hold on to some of these assets. You can't give up everything. Now, again, the trade that I gave yesterday, I got the outsource. I think that came from Pippen Ain't Easy. But again, even then, I said it's a highly unlikely trade. It becomes even more unlikely when you start getting into, oh, no, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's take that player. Let's, it's not going to happen. First of all, the Cleveland Cavaliers are never going to give up Jared Allen. Well, at least not anytime soon. And if they were to give him up, hey, listen, uh, uh, yeah, we we definitely would take the highway robbery on that, as I said yesterday. But do not expect that, right? And I'm glad that you that you enjoyed the trade and everything like that. But it's not happening, and it's definitely not happening if you're talking about Nikola Vucevic for for Jared Allen. Come on, come on, they're 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 not doing it. now. As far as like the the whole permutations of it all, right? Um, it, it, well, the, the things that you said at the, at the bottom half, like a Memphis being interested in, in things like that, like we can get into a rabbit hole of what it could have should or possible trades all day long. And we'll see which one of those come available, if any of them do, and if AK and Eversley make the move for them. But as I said before, yeah, I was speculating. Yeah, I was, I was commenting on something that was reported and an article was written on. 
But at the end of the day, I don't expect it to be likely overall. But let me know what you guys think on Big O's uh, voicemail down below. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Dan. Hi, my name's Dan. I'm a first-time caller. Uh, I've been listening to the show. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Love the show. Um, I'm from Chicago, like I said, so um, I love my bulls so much, but they break our hearts all the time. And uh, I'm very surprised nobody really talked about Mark Eversley, about trades, about um, making moves. It's all about AK, and nobody's really putting him to the fire. And why isn't he talking to the public? Um, It's just him and... Uh, it's just AK and Billy Donovan, and we're not seeing Mark anywhere. So I, I, I have an issue with that. And then also, I think this front office is going to just stick with the current group because they want to show that they're taking, they take care of free agents and the guy that they trade for. So like Vucevic and um, Demar, I feel like they're going to be here forever, and it's just to show other free agents that we're going to bring you in and take care of you if you come to Chicago. So we got to bite the bullet and, you know, just be okay with whatever the results are from DeMar and Vucevich. So I, I would like to hear your comments uh, about that. I think I think uh, we're kind of stuck because of Lonzo, but, um, you know, hopefully – AK and Mark could pull some miracle trades off in the off, off season, but I think Demar and Vucevic uh, uh, are here to stay for as long as they want to stay. So, thanks for your time. Keep up the good work. Love, love your show, man. Have a good one. All right. Um, Mark Eversley, here's the thing, right? Every front office, every executive group has their skill set. And Mark Eversley is not talking to media. If you've seen the little bit that he has gotten in front of media, especially when he first got hired, he's not a talker. That is why AK takes on that. It's similar to what John Paxson eventually did with Gar, with Gar Foreman. He was like, Gar, you're stupid. No, nobody likes your Muppet face, so I'm going to start. I'm going to be the one that talks. It's not necessarily negative. That's the balance of what you have. And that's not to say that Mark Eversley, we have to stop thinking that just because Mark Eversley, and I'm not saying everyone thinks this, but we can't allow ourselves to think that just because Mark Eversley isn't the one that gets in front of the cameras, and just because he's the one that, that gets in front of the press conferences, that he's not in the back working, that he doesn't have an influence. Mark Eversley absolutely has an impact and influence on what's going on with the Chicago Bulls. That is why he's here. 
That is why he's one. He would be one of the more coveted execs in the league. If when when president of basketball operations positions open up, they're going to ask if they can interview Mark Eversley. He he does good work, but he doesn't have to be a talker for him to for him to have an impact on the team for us to or for us to realize what he's doing right. So it, it's just not going to be that. That's that's the role that AK has taken on as the president of basketball operations. That is what he's taken on in the balance of this front office structure. He's going to be the one that. Nine and a half times out of ten is going to talk to us. We'll see Mark Eversley very rarely. But that, like I said, I kind of respect that. I don't I don't necessarily need you in front of the cameras talking. I need you getting shit done. And let's hope that this is an offseason of the Bulls just simply getting shit done. All right, let's move into the next one. This one's from Homeboy. Hey, what's going on, Hayes? This is uh, Mr. Homeboy. Man, I actually had uh, a couple things, man, I wanted to run by you. So, with the Bulls season, uh, I know that you're uh, – uh, your main thing is to get a point guard. And my question is, what's the point? Like, our whole team is full of guards. So at what point do you develop the guards to become natural point guards? I think, if anything, what the Bulls should do is try to replace Javante Green and Pat Beverly for players like Patrick Williams, like I've been saying. Like, let's say if you can get Nicholas Batoon, uh, um, uh, Robert Covington or, uh, what's the guy on the, uh, the Bucks? Jay Crowder or, uh, uh, Otto Porter. Somebody of that nature where it's like at least filling that hole and if let these, uh, younger point guards, Dale and Terry, uh, Io, Kobe, see if they actually could run the point and fill the needs until Lonzo come back if he does come back. And if he don't, you can honestly replace him with any, like it's easy to find a damn, a point guard that could just facilitate. If, if, to be honest, if you really want to get technical, you throw Rondo in there to go pass the ball around. Because that was the main problem. If you really want a, a point guard, a veteran presence to distribute anything. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I think that that should be the Bulls' main focus. Uh, and another thing with, uh, with DeMar DeRozan trying to get rid of him for, for Trey Jones, whoever you try to talk to, please stop. The Bulls, the, the, like, like I understand the Martin Rosen is is old, but please don't act like Zach Levine wasn't horrible at the beginning of the season. And if Zach Levine was playing like how he was playing now, the Bulls wouldn't even be in this predicament. And I do get that the the Rosen is is like he hurts the team by playing ISO ball and things of that nature. But if you have the way that the Bulls been shooting threes. I wouldn't pass him the ball either. So I think three-point shooting is, is the main thing. And I think that finding a point guard would be a lot easier. I feel like it should fill the holes in on the defensive end. And that's what I think. All right. So, again, uh, there's so much to unpack in this voicemail. Man. Um, first of all, let's let's start with the Zach Levine of it all. Um, it wasn't as simple as Zach just playing better in the second half. You have to look at the reasons why. And point guard, having a point guard that took the ball out of Zach Levine's hands is a big point of that, right? And that is why, part of why Zach Levine played much better. But let's be clear here. We saw it as well. When we saw this team look the best, yes, you need a point guard. But the Bulls have limited assets. So when you say you don't want to hear about moving DeMar, then, you want, then I, the only other thing you can hear then is keeping this team basically the same. And we've already seen that story. Some of us are tired of it. So... It, you know, it has to be that. Now, as far as you're saying developing some of our current players into point guards, you can't, you can't, everybody, this isn't Pokemon. Everybody can't evolve. Some some just don't. 
And that's not to say that they can't get better in what they do, but you can't necessarily just expect to evolve a player into a position that needs a very specific, and that is a flaw of what AK and Eversley have built here. You, you need such a specific style of point guard for this team to be effective, and we don't have those guys. If we had those guys on the, on the roster, they would they, believe me, we wouldn't have spent money in, in a, or waited to a buyout candidate to be able to bring that into this team. It wasn't just the skill set, though. It's leadership, right? Pat Bev and what he brought in communication on the offensive, de- defensive side of the ball, being a leader, a vocal leader, the vocality that he has, those are things that we have seen it. We don't have here on this team. So it's it's easy to kind of say, hey, why don't we just not go after a point guard? Let's just let's turn some of the guys we have into this. It's not going to happen. That's not what we have here. And so, yes, bringing in a point guard is is hugely important, especially even more if you're going to keep this team together. Now, as far as in, in far as making the team better, as I said earlier to start the show, you have to explore every trade possibility and scenario in that case. And DeMar DeRozan is probably the biggest trade chip that we have. And also, another thing that I noticed in this voicemail that we have to stop as Bulls fans is thinking that either time we hear Zach or we hear DeMar's name, it has to be, oh, but the other, right? We got to stop with that. We got to stop being able to say, hey, maybe we should explore trades for Zach Levine. And somebody sounds off, oh, but you don't want to move DeMar? It's not one or the other. We have to stop that. You should be able to effectively evaluate. If you can't evaluate a player, without bringing up another player on that team, then you aren't giving an objective evaluation, right? And that's to say, yes, the Bulls could absolutely and probably should with where they are now look to move Zach Levine. They should also do the same for DeMar DeRozan. But it does not mean that, hey, if you move DeMar, oh, now we got a big problem that you didn't move Zach to. That's not how it works. Unless you're going full rebuild, which this team is not doing. So you have to... Factor in the realism of it all. And so that that's kind of my thought. Not a, not, not a bad voicemail by any stretch of the imagination. Not saying that. I understand what you're getting at. But like I said, we have to look at the reasons why, right? In a vacuum, you can say anything. Well, let's just play better. Let's just shoot more threes. Yeah, you can say that in a vacuum. But you have to realize that you don't necessarily have the players that fit that play style. If you don't go out and get those players, you're probably not going to get that out of the team. So, you know, we'll see. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below on that one. Let's get into the last thing for today. This one is not a voicemail. It's actually a text message from the 937, and they say this. Hey, longtime listener of Bulls Central from Jersey, wanted to send a question for the mailbag. Do you think Bulls ownership will now let AK go into the luxury tax that they've secretly extended him? I know we have lots of negatives about ownership, but can this be a positive? I, listen, I don't think the extension has anything to do with it. Like, uh, and maybe it does. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But I highly doubt that if that's the business that this ownership group is getting into, it's a bad losing business that's eventually going to happen. You should allow your GM. You shouldn't say, hey, now that you signed an extension, even though you still had two years left on your deal, now we're going to let off the rain some. No, you hired AK for a reason. Let AK do his job. Let AK work. Yes, you're going to have confinements, and that's, that's fine to a degree. But let the man work, and especially in this offseason, right? With the Lonzo Ball thing, if any time that we could go into the luxury tax, hopefully it could be now, but I don't, I'm not hopeful of that. I've been a Chicago Bulls fan all my life. I've been, I've been a fan of Jerry Reinsdorf teams all my life between the Sox and the Bulls. I don't necessarily see the Bulls being able to go into the luxury tax, and maybe that's kind of me safeguarding myself, but if, that, if they do, more power to them. I'd love to see it. I just don't expect to see it. But I guess we'll see, man, and, and we'll be locked in here covering offseason all throughout every single day 
We'll be dropping episodes, so make sure you guys stay tuned to that. That's our time for today. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.